0: Welcome to Disney Discussions. To all who come to this happy place,
1: welcome. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. Hi, my name is Sparrow. I'm 12 years old. And my favorite Disney dark ride attraction is Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Ohana means um, Hi, I'm Stitch, I'm nine years old,
2: and my favorite Disney dark ride is... Some Mine Train. It's super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.
0: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a mouse. You
2: know, it actually technically all started with a rabbit. And we
0: don't start
3: to socialize.
0: And I'm Tony, their Disney dad. And my favorite Walt Disney World dark ride is... Splash Mountain.
3: Moving right along in search...
2: Hello! Hello! Aloha.
0: Welcome to episode 55 of Disney Discussions. Hi. Disney Discussions is a family-friendly podcast for me, Tony the Disney Dad, and my two boys.
1: Barrow. Stu.
0: Discuss all things Disney. This week, we discuss the best Disney attraction songs. Welcome.
2: Welcome. Welcome.
0: I want to mention, right off the bat, this episode is sponsored by Character Signatures Autograph Books. These are high-quality, affordable autograph books for collecting Disney character signatures at any of the Disney parks or cruise lines. These books are just $5.99 each with free two-day shipping through Amazon Prime. Good price. It is a good Mm. price. They sent us a sample... We have four samples here. There's lots of places for signatures. I, could, I think you could fit, if you do one signature per page, you could do 50 signatures. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of room. They're really high quality. They're really cool. They have, I think, almost like over 100 designs that you could, or even more, that you could pick from. So if you have Star Wars fans, princess fans, whatever you could think of, they have holiday themes, cruise themes, each with a, a designed cover. They're really beautiful. They're cheaper than the ones that Disney sells. Um, and I think they're better quality and, uh, and better, better yeah you get more room for autographs so I highly recommend it yes, definitely. Uh, we're we're thankful that they are teaming up with us and sponsoring us they're perfect for travel easy to carry and again you could you could fit a lot of signatures on it
2: like you can fit at least two signatures on one page
0: at least yeah they're big pages too these yeah. are bigger yes. a little bit bigger but they're lighter than the other yeah, signature definitely. books so they're really nice yeah. so check them out at charactersignatures.com. we'll have links in the show notes we're also going to be doing a giveaway with them so if you review our show on either Apple Podcast or pod to chaser the links are in the show notes as well, you'll be entered in to win one of these autograph books. And also follow us on social. You'll be seeing some posts about uh, how to enter, get more entries that way as well. So we're going to have a keyword that you're going to need to put into your review or on our social media post. So listen to the end of the episode to get that keyword to win. One of these great character signature autograph books. Thank you, character signatures, for sponsoring this episode. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into our main topic, which is the best Disney attraction songs? What do you want to talk about? The big news? Yes. All right. Well, well, hold off. Anything else besides the big news?
2: That my birthday and my dad's birthday are coming soon. That's
0: true. Mm -hmm. You're March 1st. I'm February 26th. So we're very excited about that. Yes. We're going to uh, Great Wolf Lodge, mm-hmm. celebrating our birthdays. We're That'll be fun. on your birthday, right. but
2: to celebrate my birthday.
0: Yes. Well, we'll celebrate mine while we're there. All right. So we do have some big news, as Sparrow mm-hmm. pointed out. You want to say it, Sparrow? Yes. Go ahead. We have
1: a trip planned to Disney for October 6th to the 13th.
0: Walt Disney World. We're finally going Woo-hoo! back. It's been a while. It's actually been four. It'll be when we're there. It'll be almost four years since yeah. we last went. It'll Although be we did do
1: i time going on a trip doing the podcast
0: that's right and it's our first time going during the halloween time yeah which is exciting we're 99 percent sure gonna do the halloween party which Ooh. we've never done which is exciting that so
2: one percent is also a big percent because we there's a one flaw we have a new baby cousin So that might be... Yeah, we'll
0: we'll see what happens. So we're going with uh, Nanny and Poppy and our aunt and uncle. So there's 11 of us going. So we're going to have future episodes kind of talking about how we're planning for the trip, what we're going to do, details, where we're going to stay. I don't want to reveal that just yet, although we know. Uh, so we're very excited about that. Like I said, it's been almost four years since we went. We went on a Disney cruise a year and a half ago, which was awesome, yeah. and we loved it. But we really want to go back to Walt Disney World. There's lots of new stuff that we have never experienced from you know, Avatar to Toy Story Land, Galaxy's of course, Edge. Galaxy's Edge. And Mickey and Minnie's will be open by then, yeah. uh, the Runaway ray, So we're really excited about that. All right, you guys, anything else? No. All right. No. Let's get into the main topic.
2: Main topic
0: the best Disney attraction songs. So I asked us and a few of our podcast friends, which you'll hear throughout the episode, talk about some of their favorite Disney attraction songs. Uh, this one, for sure, uh, and I heard from everyone, this was a hard decision to make because there's so many good songs. So I'm gonna have Sparrow go first, just mention one of your favorite Disney attraction songs, and then some some fun facts about it.
1: Okay, one of my favorite Disney attraction songs is There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow from uh, Carousel of Progress.
0: I love that one. There's a great
1: big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away It was written by the Sherman Brothers for the attraction in the 1964 World's Fair. And then I have a story about the actual song and how it was changed a lot throughout the ride. So in 1974, the sponsor of the show commissioned a theme song that was known as The Best Time of Your Life. It was also written by the Sherman Brothers. But then in 1982, they commissioned a third song from the Sherman Brothers called New Horizons, but they didn't use it because the sponsor's CEO wrote a song instead, which everybody hated. Oh, really? Yes, and then when they dropped sponsorship of Carousel of Progress in 1986, the newer song remained until 1993, and then Disney brought back There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, which is used today.
0: All right. The other song that they use not the one the CEO wrote, but the other one, Now Is The Time. The uh, Best Time Of Your Life. The Best Time Of Your Life is actually a pretty good song, too. Now is the time. Now is the best time. Now is the best time of your life life is a prize live every minute open your eyes and watch how you win now is the time mm-hmm. now is the best time uh, maybe i shouldn't sing I just heard like five people stop listening to the podcast. That's a good song, but obviously, are you sure? Just five? <laughs> probably more. Well, we only have six listeners, so it's okay. Oh, okay. Um, Everybody
2: stopped listening. Sorry.
0: But "Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow" is also my pick for my favorite attraction song. I love that song. I just love how it ties the whole story together. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great video online. I'll put in the show notes of uh, the Sherman Brothers with Walt Disney singing that song, and you'll. There's going to be a theme. They're out here. Uh, the Sherman brother- Brothers wrote a lot of great Disney attraction songs.
2: Um, And I've always wondered, is it the chairs that are moving or the scenery that are moving?
0: It's the chairs. Huh. Yeah. And it
2: looks like the scene.
0: Yeah. You think the stage is moving, but we're actually moving.
2: That's kind of
1: creepy.
0: It's not creepy. It's crazy. It's weird.
1: Um, I just want to comment that I do not have A Pirate's Life for me on my list because I do not like that song.
0: All right. We'll get into that when we mention it. Yeah. Let's hear from Kate and Patrick from the Earful Podcast about why they love the Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow song.
4: Hi, this is Kate and Patrick from Earful, a Disney World podcast. And we are here today to talk to you about our favorite Disney World attraction song, there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow from the Carousel of Progress. We love that.
3: We, that is our go-to when we are in Magic Kingdom. If it's hot, if it's cold, that's our go-to to sit and relax and make each other giggle like crazy.
4: Absolutely. We we say things on that ride uh, to ourselves. That's highly inappropriate. Highly inappropriate. We rewrite the entire narration of of the ride.
3: But it, it, it it's aided in the kind of the, the way the story has is unfolding and so we when we go and sit down we make sure there's nobody around us. No Absolutely. children, no adults, oh, heck no one around heck us. Heck no. And then we giggle like small cho- uh, school children the entire time.
4: The entire ride. Yeah, and don't stand up during the ride.
3: Oh. oh, oh <laughs> no, we learned that. If you touch those doors, somebody will will kill you.
4: Exactly. We had we rode it one time and somebody got up and
3: Multiple the entire people.
4: Opening of that ride halted, and a voice came on and said, If you don't sit down, the ride will continue to pause and we cannot go on. The
3: issue was, every time somebody got up, the ride would start over that scene again.
4: Again. So that, and again. So
3: when it happened three or four times, people were getting mad and getting up and leaving and every time someone would open that door, it would start over at the beginning again. Now, there's Kate and I on the floor laughing hysterically because we get to watch the same scene over and over again. We loved it.
4: And again, A Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow was on loop like 23 yep. times in a loved row because it kept restarting. It. Loved it. We hadn't even gotten to the first room yet yep. with, with, with the father and the, the Functional family. Anyway, this song was written by the Sherman brothers, Richard and Robert, and they are very famous in Disney lore, uh, also having written music for Mary Poppins and a lot of other things.
3: Well, and it was originally... Written for a World Fair. Correct. Uh, 1964?
4: 67.
3: 67 was fair. Sorry, yes. I apologize. Well,
4: around that time because uh, it, it was at the World Fair and then the attraction moved to Disneyland in 67 and then eventually moved to Disney World in 1975. Right. And when they wrote this, they kind of viewed this theme song as Walt's theme song because of his outlook and optimism for the future. And the original singer of the song was Rex Allen, who also voiced the father oh, on yeah. the ride, but that is not who we know and love today, because that person was replaced a little while later because of some sponsorship things, which I'll get Wait, to in a the second. Sing-
3: the singing or the speaking?
4: Both. Okay. Yeah, both. So it was originally Rex Allen.
3: That name's very familiar to me. i have to Google that one later.
4: Yep. And then um, the song was briefly replaced by a new theme song called The Best Time of Your Life. But this came back, our our beloved There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, came back in 93, and all this was due to sponsorships changing Absolutely. On the ride. So when, when new sponsors took over, they requested a new song, and this one got put to the wayside.
3: And again, these sponsors had a wonderful opportunity because every one of these scenes had a kitchen or had a bedroom. Correct. Or GE
4: had, very GE notoriously. GE
3: had so many uh, spots in it, and the ride has morphed and changed a ton over the years.
4: Yeah, so then when it was brought back in 93, they re-recorded the song with a brand new voice cast featuring Gene Shepard as the father from A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he became the father's voice and also sang it, and he's the person that we know and love today. So there was also, uh, this song was also included at Disneyland, even after the ride left, at Innoventions, and this was in 1998. They used parts of the song along with the animatronic host called Tom Morrow, Tomorrow, which was voiced by Nathan Lane. Very cool. Then one of your favorite singing groups of all time, They Might Be Giants. Love them. They recorded their own version for the film Meet the Robinsons. I have to
3: listen to that. I would like to listen to that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And then ESPN even used it in a college signing day commercial, and it was also used in the 2015 Disney movie Tomorrowland.
3: And it's also used in our podcast That is correct. as the theme song for Earful Podcast. A
4: Disney World podcast. A Disney
3: World podcast. It was written... And reproduced by our very own
4: Kate. That's right.
3: You added in in really I made it a techno it. version of it. Yes, yeah. it's wonderful. Which
4: you will hear playing a little bit throughout this clip. Yeah. So you can definitely hear that. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, if you'd like to tune into our show, again we're called Earful, a Disney World Podcast, available on all podcast platforms.
3: And by all means, let us know when you're going to be there. We'll come down and we'll just ride that one ride with you and you can listen to our banter. Oh, but you you can't be offended. You just can't be offended.
4: Yeah, that's right. It. So, thank you for the dis- <laughs> <laughs> thank you to the Disney Discussions podcast for having us on and uh we hope you all have a great big beautiful tomorrow.
1: Bye. Well, that was
0: interesting.
2: I forgot to say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, good pick, Sparrow.
5: Yes. Stitch, I know it was
0: What is your pick for favorite attraction song
2: It's a small world after all It's a small world I just heard okay, those other get...
0: two people turn off our podcast <laughs> not cuz you're singing but because of the song Okay oh, no, right, no, let's you let's you hear the other one person cuz you're oh, a right. five stop listener so Let's only Mima's listening to us now Do the math Yeah she doesn't even listen <laughs> Let's hear some fun facts about It's a Small World stitch It was
2: written by the Sherman Brothers what? obviously <laughs> <laughs> Um, It's the most played song in the world, Mm -hmm. which I knew that a long time. And this song was used in the 1994 Disney movie, The Lion King, when with the bird started singing, is singing it to Scar and Scar almost eats him for lunch. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah. So the Sherman brothers are asked to do a song. This, uh, it's a small world. They only had, I think, 10 months to work on this for Mm -hmm. the World's Fair. Very short amount of time. So Walt Disney uh, asked them to create a song, and the original thought was to have each country's anthem, national anthem, play as you go around. But when they did that, it just sounded terrible, like they overlapped with each other. Yeah, it it was an awful sound. So Walt Disney came to them saying, I need one song that can easily translate into many languages and be played as a round. The Sherman Brothers then wrote It's a Small World After All in the wake of the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis which influenced the song's message of peace and brotherhood. When it was first presented to Walt, they played it as a slow ballad and Walt requested something more cheerful, so they just sped up the tempo and sang in counterpoint and Walt was so delighted that the final result that he renamed the attraction It's a Small World after the song. It was originally going to be called Children of the Nation of the Nations. Huh. So that's pretty cool. It's a great song. Sorry, I know Jenny from uh, the Disney DNA podcast hates this song. I do too. They're not big fans, but it's the most played song
2: in the world. In the world, it plays all day and then also plays all night nonstop. It's a world.
0: Let's hear from Tom and Michelle from the Hyperion Adventure Podcast about some of their favorite Disney attraction songs. Bang. Well, hello,
6: Tony, Sparrow, Stitch. Thanks so much for inviting us to be a part, once again, of the Disney Discussions Podcast.
7: Yeah, we're really honored and really appreciate this opportunity.
6: Yeah, this is so fun. We love your show. We're honored that we get to be on it, just like Michelle said. And uh, we can't wait to talk about one of our favorite topics as a matter of fact absolutely (laughs) yeah uh disney attraction songs so there are so many great ones to choose from actually we've been pondering this for a while and we keep uh, hemming and hawing and trying to figure out which one is our favorites but it's really tough because there are so many great ones
7: there are and you know i'm sure that there's a lot that are pretty common to a lot of people and we tend to try to go a little bit uh Outside of the box.
6: Yeah, well, you do. I'm pretty much straight-laced. I go straight forward to the normal things. Yeah, pretty much, you know, I'm very vanilla. Michelle, though, <laughs> she's all colors of the rainbow. She likes all things, and so I'm sure hers will be very interesting. So let's get to it. What, Michelle, what is your favorite Disney
7: attraction song? Well, you know, I really did take a lot of time to think about this, and, you know, Disney is based on people's personal experiences Mm -hmm. and how they enjoy the park is based on on what they have had as their journeys in that. And for me, going to Disney World for the first time, I was pretty young and I really remember my very first attraction was It's a Small World Mm -hmm. and I know that some people, if they didn't go to the parks for the first time until they were older or as an adult, they might think, oh, Small World's pretty corny. But to me, it's just very symbolic of getting back to being a kid and having that permission to go into the park, hear that song, and like, yes, I'm a kid again, and I'm going to see this park through kids' eyes. And that's one of my favorite attraction songs.
6: I love it, and I love the reasoning behind it. There are some people out there who will tell you, oh, I... It just gets in your head and you can't get it out and everything. But I think that's kind of something that's great about it. And I do like the meaning behind it and the thought behind it. And so, and I appreciate your story for why it is the one and that you thanks. love so much. Yeah. yeah.
7: And it has a lot of history with the with. Well, the, there's no uh, question. Disney parks.
6: Yeah. There's no question about that. That's for sure. Uh, as for me. What about
7: you? Well,
6: let's see here. I had a tough decision to be made because there are so many great ones. You think about, you know, the tiki, 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 tiki right. room. <laughs> you think of there's a great, big, beautiful well, tomorrow. tomorrow. You think of there's so many wonderful ones. But I just went back to one of my favorite, actually, my favorite attraction at both uh, Disneyland and uh, at uh, Walt Disney World. And Mm -hmm. that goes back to the Haunted Mansion. And Grim Grinning Ghosts, Mm -hmm. you know, when that song kicks in, it's just so fun. And it just is the attraction for me. I love Grim Grinning Ghosts um you know is it is it like a, a big hit that's going to top right. the charts no but it's just a lot of fun and and I think that's what the that attraction is it's supposed to be kind of spooky but it's supposed to be kind of fun and I believe that that's what that song is so right uh, I, I basically went to my favorite attraction and the song from it so no
7: that makes you know, sense it. and it is a fun song and it, you know I think that that also evokes a lot of fun feelings for a lot of people and their families so
6: yeah it's great not, choice it's another classic and it was you know written by some of the imagineers that actually worked on it so right. uh very cool anyway thanks again guys we really love your show and we really appreciate you thinking of us and you know inviting us to be on it so thanks again guys
7: appreciate it well that, well, that was, was interesting, interesting. that's I'll right it this time
0: <laughs> so they mentioned small world and then they mentioned grim Girding ghosts from the haunted mansion so I'll talk about this one. This is one of my favorites, too. A little spooky, but not too scary. It was composed by Buddy Baker with lyrics by Ex Astoncio, who's a name that you'll hear later on as well. He was an Imagineer for Walt Disney and wrote the script for Haunted Mansion, as well as the lyrics to the song. The title comes from a William Shakespeare poem, Venus and Adonis.
2: While we're talking about William Shakespeare, I just want to say a quick fact about him. Go for it. That he invented some words that we actually use today—about two thousand of them. He invented "lonely," "excellent," and almost two thousand others. Wow,
0: I didn't know that.
1: Well, that is your history for A podcast.
0: the podcast. See, this this podcast is good for more than just Disney information. Yeah. You 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 be learning on this podcast. We even had this one episode.
1: Fox information.
2: Oh
0: dude. no! I hope I toys, was I know. was hoping we would get through a whole episode without the Fox guy coming in. I I wrote some of these songs, you know. You did? Which which songs did you write? I wrote um uh some of them. Oh okay, good good job. I helped the Shiver Brothers write them. Oh really? Yes. So even though you work for Fox, you you worked in the sixties on these songs. Yeah. Wow, I, I, you don't look that old. Huh. Yeah. Good for you. Huh. How'd you how'd you get in here again?
1: The bookshelf.
0: The book? You were hiding in the bookshelf?
3: You'll never know.
0: All right. Can you can you leave and get Sparrow back in here, please? Bye. I mean, like, oh, you didn't have to yell into the microphone. Sparrow! All right, all right. Hi. Uh, where did you go? You go to the bathroom, and the fox guy comes in.
1: Oh, I was getting water.
0: Oh, you're not allowed to leave your seat again. I don't want that fox guy coming back. Okay. All right. Let's hear from Rob from the Jedi Temple Archives about his favorite Disney attraction song.
8: Hey there, Tony Sparrow and Stitch. This is Rob LeBerry from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast, and I am weighing in today on the question that Tony had thrown out there about what Disney attraction song is actually my favorite and why. So for me, uh, as you can probably already tell from some of the background music I've got playing here, it would have to be Grim, Grinning Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion. Uh, not only is that particular attraction just an iconic Disney attraction, it's one of those attractions that no matter how many times I ride it, I still catch myself kind of bopping into the beat of the music. Uh, and really getting into that, it's such an integral part of that attraction. <laughs> So uh, never get tired of the Haunted Mansion. Now that I've actually had the opportunity to see it at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort, uh, it really is just increased my love of it. I was fortunate enough to get to see the attraction with the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay this past September out at the Disneyland Resort, and uh, it's just everything that is great about a Disney attraction. So, hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you so much for including me in this, and may all your haunts be happy.
7: Hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate. Well, that was
2: interesting.
1: <laughs> I said it again.
0: Every time, huh? Oh, boy. This is going to get old fast.
1: Every single time. I'll think of something new next time. Don't worry.
0: Oh, really? All right. Great. I will. All right. What's number two on your list?
1: Number two on my list is... Your list In of In the two. Tiki Room.
0: In the Tiki Room? Yes.
1: We have never seen this attraction, but I've heard the song, and I really like it. Of course, it was also written by the Sherman Brothers. Who? Mm-hmm. Um, it was written in 1963 before like, A Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow and Small World. And this song was first written for an audio animatronic attraction. It was the first Disney song written for an audio animatronic attraction.
0: Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I love the song. Again, we'll do this on our next trip because I want to make sure we do this. But we want to... Something... I'm getting... Oh, we actually have live audio from the, the Tiki Room right now. Let's Let's cut to that.
4: Yeah.
9: My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Oh, look at all the people. Welcome to Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Hey, Keenan, me amigo, pay attention, it's showtime.
10: So it is, and what darling people we have listening. Don't worry, Monami, I am always ready to put on a show.
9: Then we better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to
10: wake up the Glee Club.
2: ole! <whistles> <laughs> oh oh it's showtime.
10: In the tiki, 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 tiki room the tiki, 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 tiki,
0: tiki room All the birds sing and the flowers croon In the tiki, 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 tiki,
10: tiki room Welcome to our tropical hideaway, you lucky people, you.
0: Here we
9: are to talk about Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Which we say is one of the best Disney World attraction songs.
10: Yes, it was our pick for best song for the Disney Discussion podcast. So here we are to give our thoughts on that. For me, it's it's one of my favorite shows, actually. I just love it. It's nostalgia and just I love the tropical theme. The animatronics are just so fun. But there is something to be said about this song. And the reason why we picked this was not just for like the show and the fun and the puns and all that, but the song.
9: The song itself. Yes. I mean, there's no denying how catchy it is.
10: Oh, yeah. As soon as you sing one line of it, it is stuck in your head.
9: Yeah. For the better. I mean. Yes. I don't mind walking around the park the rest of the day singing that song because it's just so catchy. Puts me in a good mood.
10: Oh, yeah. It's like a lot of Sherman Brothers songs, which it, it, it doesn't... I don't think it has a lot of the same style as, you know, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow or the Mary Poppins songs or anything that he's so, like, iconic for or they're so iconic for doing, but it has the same catchiness Mm -hmm. to them.
9: yeah. And there's something about it. I mean, it does it is, you know, a product of its time in the 60s where it's just you just think of kind of a hideaway or like it's kind of like the dirty dancing in a way. Like people just, it's hard to explain, but getting together like in a lounge type situation and like wanting to sit and watch these kind of cheesy shows.
10: Tiki cocktail lounge and yeah, the '60s. I get it, and it's you know, it's definitely a product of that era, and it's also something that Walt helped create. And I love the humor in it. I mean, the whole show has humor, but this song in particular, and the way we're kind of introduced to the main character, birds who are singing, and
11: I'm we seeing our show. We
10: are lucky enough to not have ever seen the under new management. Yeah, which but what I've heard, which maybe other guests on disney discussions who picked different songs wiped tiki room out of their memory because of that experience but i was never tainted by that i have my childhood tiki room and i have my adult tiki room and they're both basically one and the same there's some subtle changes but
9: yeah yeah and i mean for me it also since i didn't get to go to disney until much later in life i don't know it's like there's that it was just you know when all the birds light up and all start singing it's just mm-hmm. like this it's a moment of magic and It is yes, magic. it is kind of outdated and you can hear all the rattling <laughs> the of, clicking the birds of the and electronics stuff, and, yeah but it just it is this a moment of magic and it's just so much fun the room Evening i mean the room or, comes
10: alive yeah, like it definitely it has a, disney magic are they doing stuff nowadays that's cooler and more impressive sure but but maybe not at the same level of charm that this show has yeah I it's, think.
9: it's a delight for the senses it's just i know we're talking about the song specifically but in the attractions yeah. like it lights up and the you get all the music yeah, but the song just, ca- the
10: reason we picked the song is that it captures all of that essence that you're talking about
9: mm-hmm. we're going to talk about any of the uh the um rem- i want to say remixes well, I
10: do think that that's worth bringing up. So, I, Tony, we're not sure if this is a contest, but if it were, we would like to throw Tiki Broom into the ring, not just as the show song that you get, but all the remixes that it has spawned. And if you have not heard the Hillary Duff remix, for instance...
9: Well, you need to get on that.
10: <laughs> it's it's tastefully <laughs> awful.
9: Um, Yeah, my 16-year-old self really loves it. And actually, I probably heard that song... The Tiki Room, for the first time, by Hilary Duff, and even so, I thought it was a great song. Yeah. Get you dancing, get your shoulders moving, and doing a little shimmy, Uh shimmy shake, and the tiki 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 room. Yep. Oh, look at
2: all the people. tiki 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 room, and the tiki 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 room.
10: Uh, Los Lobos does a version.
9: Wayne Brady, we just found out, does a version and <laughs> the With, like, video. an incredible
10: YouTube video, so you have to go and watch that. Yeah,
9: it's something.
10: Uh, but my personal favorite, like, I love hearing this song with, like, these instrumental remixes. I don't want to call it a remix. I guess instrumental versions, but they are different. You hear on, like, the Disney Resort channel, um, but my favorite one is the Magic Kingdom entrance loop. It has this, like, instrumental tiki room that's just steel kettle drums and, like, this Calypso vibe to it. And it just, like, warms my heart. It brings me right into the Tiki Room. I'm sitting there. I've got my Dole Whip. Dole Whip, yep. Yes. So, and that's the other thing. It's just, like, how many of these other songs are you sitting there eating your Dole Whip while you're listening to it? Right. Very, very few, yeah. I would say.
9: I think this song specifically, it does just take you... There, are like other, there's other attraction songs that are great and I love singing along to them, but this one, it's like, it brings you to the Tiki Room with your Dole Whip and it just has that just vibe of tropical hideaway and you're just there when you hear it. Indeed. So.
10: I think that, that about sums up our love for this song and why it was our number one pick. I think so. Well. Thanks for letting us be a part of this episode. We were super stoked when we were invited to share our thoughts. I think I think I replied with, oh, this is a topic we f- feel very strongly about. Yes. So um, after deliberation, you know, we had to come up with a song that Rachel and I both agreed, and this was at the top of both of our lists. And so yeah, there you have it, a true winner, Tiki Room. Um, thanks again, Disney Discussion, for doing this and for letting us be a part of it. If you want to find part us. Part of your
1: world, if you will.
10: Yeah, we get to be a part of your world. Um, but if you want to find us and our show, we're at partofourworld.net.
1: Well, that was interesting. I forgot to say it
0: again. <laughs> As you can tell, that was not live audio from the parks. That was Keenan and Rachel from Part of Your World podcast. Thank you very much for, for putting that in. Very funny. We were just on their show, the Disney Oscars. Check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes. We presented the best new Disney character of 2019.
1: I did not agree with it.
0: Yeah, but, but that's all right. It was a great we'll episode. So check that out. out who it is. Out. All right, Tiki Room. Very good song. Next up, Stitch. What's number two on your two item list for Best <laughs> hi Disney? Hi ho,
2: hi ho. It's off to work we go. Do, 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 hi ho, hi ho, hi ho. Is that ho. on a ride? Yes, it is. What ride is that? Seven Dwarfs' Mind Train. Oh,
0: let's hear some fun facts about this song.
2: It was written by Frank Churchill and Larry Morey, not the Sherman Brothers.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And it was made for the movie Snow White. That came out in nineteen
6: thirty four. I, I hope
3: I hope I hope I hope
12: I hope I hope it's home from where We go. I hope
0: I, oh, cool. I hope. Yeah. And Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, you mentioned on the top of the podcast. That's one of your favorite dark rides. Is my
2: favorite dark ride and my favorite ride.
0: Yeah. And they fit that song in perfectly.
1: Well, I mean, top of the podcast? Do you mean
0: beginning? Yeah, that's what they call it, the top of the podcast.
1: Okay. So I
2: think I mentioned
0: I guess, that I don't in know. Our, I, don't know sort of, I
2: think that mentioned uh, in, in the first episode we did,
0: too. You probably did, or around the first episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. All right, let's talk about Illuminations. Uh, This is the Epcot show that just ended last year, created and directed by Don Dorsey. The the music for this, a lot of people love the music for this. I agree, it's one of the great musical pieces, a bunch of music in it, but it's really good um, the way they combine fireworks and the, the show elements and the torches in Epcot. Um, It lasted over 20, almost 20 years, that shows. Mm -hmm. That just shows how much people loved it. It was created and directed by Don Dorsey. The show premiered on October 1st, 1999 as Illuminations 2000, Reflections of Earth, as part of the Walt Disney World Millennium Celebration. It was so successful that after the celebration ended in 2000, they dropped uh, the name, they dropped 2000 from the name and just kept it going. Uh, Garen Greenway is the composer for Illuminations, Reflections on Earth. So let's hear from Mario from the Station 71 podcast about why he loves Illuminations.
5: Hello, Disney discussion crew. It's Mario from the Station 71 podcast. Tony asked me to help you guys out this week by talking a little bit about one of my favorite pieces of music from the Disney parks. And at first, this was a really hard decision. But I really had to think about this one because there's so many good pieces of music out there in the parks. And I was instantly drawn to things like One Little Spark or It's a Small World where they're those earworms that get ingrained in your brain and you can't get them out no matter how many times you ride the attraction or try to do something else. But when I think about Disney parks, I think nostalgia. I think memories. I think of all of those trips that I took with my family when I was growing up and all of the memories I'm making in the future by going back. And No Peas really kind of signifies that or brings me back to that place, like the soundtrack to Illuminations. Maybe I'm getting a little bit misty-eyed because by the time that this episode comes out, it's going to be gone, and I'm a little upset about that, Uh, but for me, I think that this is one of those perfect pieces of music that's tied in with a spectacular nighttime entertainment show, and it's something that I know when I was younger, we would always watch at the end of our days at Epcot, and... For me, I think that that just brings me back to those that place, it brings me back to those trips and all of those times that I took with my family, and that's what Disney means to me. I also think that it's very symbolic of the future for Epcot and where the park is headed. The very last song that comes with Illuminations as part of the Millennium Celebration is Promise. It's the song that plays at the very end when you're leaving the park, and You can hear parts of this song refrained throughout the entire Illumination soundtrack, specifically the beats to the Will Go On parts. And I think that the Will Go On is something that everyone needs to remember when it comes to Epcot specifically. If you look at the way that the park's headed, if you look at the direction and the change and all of that stuff, it might be a little bit scary, especially if this is a park that you love as much as I do. But... You have to remember, things are changing, we're going to invent new ways to build different attractions, we're going to see new things in terms of technology, and that's exciting. Promise is a very inspiring and insightful song when it comes to invention and discovery, and it reminds us that we're always moving forward. We have to continue to move forward. And as the sun sets on illuminations and Epcot begins its changes, in the words of promise, we'll go on, moving on through the good times and the tears, ever on a thousand circles around the sun, a new life has begun. And that's very important to remember these next couple years as we begin to see all these construction walls go up and Epcot starts to take on a new life. There's a lot to be excited about and I'm I'm happy to have lived through the last couple years with Epcot. CHO- And I just want to say before I go, thank you so much to the Disney Discussion crew for having me on this week and letting me kind of ramble on about this one little tiny song in Epcot. And if you want to hear more from me, you can find me on my podcast where pretty much anywhere where podcasts are found, Station 71, a Walt Disney World podcast, or you can find us on our website, www.station71podcast.com. Thanks so much, Disney Discussion crew. As always, it's been a pleasure.
1: Well, I liked listening to that. I liked it. I liked it a lot.
0: <laughs> there you go. Something different. That was yes. good.
2: We're going back to the original next time.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Let's talk about another Sherman Brothers song. Okay. That I, lo- I love this song. The ride now isn't that great, but the song is oh, yeah. One Little
1: Spark. Yes.
0: So it's from the Imagination Pavilion, Journey into Imagination. Mm-hmm.
2: Honestly, when I went went on it in 2016, I hated it because is the newer version and it's horrible.
0: Yeah, I, the newer version is not horrible, but it's not great. I wish I had done the original. People say it's really good. So, "One Little Spark" was the theme song to Journey into Imagination attraction at Epcot. It was written by the Sherman Brothers, Probably. and it's still used in. surprise. surprise. <laughs> it is still used in the Epcot attraction, Journey into Imagination with Figment. Uh, with altered verses sung by Figment during the ride. Uh, This ride opened on March 3rd, 1983. So I still enjoy this song, even though the ride's not great. I like Figment as a character. Mm -hmm. I wish, uh, it's not on the plans currently for them to like redo the Imagination ride, uh, but I think eventually they will. Yeah, I think eventually they will. Uh I think they're going to finish some of the Epcot stuff. Now, I think it might be for Epcot's 40th. They might do that. But I think they want to do all, you know, they're redoing Epcot. Yeah. When we go in October, it's going to be a mess, yeah. that front area. But while they're, after they're done redoing that, they may visit this ride.
2: The, the um, Figma animatronic in this version, it's creepy. Is it? It's creepy. Yeah. I had nightmares for the rest of the vacation of it. <laughs> Until I went on Hollywood Tower of Terror, then I had nightmares of that for the rest of the vacation.
0: Uh-oh. Let's hear from Matt and Tori from the Love of the Mouse podcast about their favorite Disney attraction songs.
11: Hey guys, this is Matt and Tori from the Love of the Mouse podcast, here to bring our favorite Disney attraction songs. So Tori, thank you for joining me for this little segment.
13: Oh, you're so welcome. (laughs)
11: People (laughs) seem to like you on our show. I
13: really don't know why.
11: (laughs) But uh, you have been my Disney travel companion for...
13: A solid majority.
11: Yes, a solid five trips now. So you have a general understanding of the music in the Disney parks... Granted, we've only been to Walt Disney World.
13: See, I bring a unique perspective because I have the attention span of a small squirrel. So Weirdly enough, I knew you were going to say squirrel. <laughs> Regardless, I have a really bad attention span, and I'm, I'm really bad with picking up detail if I'm not paying attention. Which is what so, you have me
2: for.
13: Right. So when Matt told me that we were going to be doing this, I couldn't think of a single song
11: which In, is blasphemy.
13: Yeah. I couldn't think of a single one. So we had to literally like...
11: No, 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 no. I didn't have to. <laughs>
13: you had to. I had to listen to a playlist of songs from different rides or parts of parks. Where, right. Just where different attractions
11: or... Events that go on in the Disney parks. General
13: yeah. Disney sounds. <laughs>
11: yeah, <essentially>,
13: yeah. <laughs> Until I found one that I was like, yeah, that sounds like I. That's the one that I like. Um, my choice is "Happily Ever After."
11: That's a solid choice. Yeah,
13: which is the I'm sure everyone knows, but it's the the fireworks song. And they also play it on the Disney buses. They'll play it in, like, a music video.
11: (laughs) They do, on the Magical Express. They do. It's so sad to leave whenever you hear Happily Ever After. Um,
13: It's really good. But I chose Happily Ever After because it's the only song that I have experience with in the parks that I have been, like, emotional with. And I think that's how I judge most of the music or movies or anything that i experience is how it how i react to it emotionally if it has that kind of impact and every single time i watch happily ever after the fireworks show i am like a puddle (laughs) so that's why that's my choice
11: I was also considering this for my choice. I had a few in mind, and I ultimately went with a different option. But Happily Ever After was in my top three for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because, like you said, I too get very emotional (laughs) during Happily Ever After. I had it the past couple times, though, which is a little odd. Um, But that first time that we ever saw it, right whenever Hunchback of Notre Dame came out and he was singing Out There, I was like, oh, man. I'm done.
13: Hits you right in the field. Yeah, it was,
11: it was, it was bad, but in, a, in an awesome way. Yeah. Um, so that's a great pick. I really like that for not knowing any of the music.
13: Okay, let the record show, though, that I do really like this song, and I knew what it was called, and I didn't realize that it would count. I thought it was only um, songs on rides. Okay. So, but this was the first song that I thought of. I just didn't think it would count.
11: Yeah, it, it, attraction music is... It, is the whole bubble. Anything that is in the Disney parks counted. I made cool. sure to ask that at the start.
13: I am in the no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's your pick?
11: So my pick is the reason that I wanted to have you on with me because I'm a big defender of this and you are not. And I'm not my, even
13: making eye contact. No, yeah,
11: you already know what it is just by saying that. My pick is one little spark from Journey into Imagination with Figment. And I just think the overall meaning of the song is awesome. The ride is not good. <laughs> Let's preface that. The ride <laughs> is not good. The ride is awful. <laughs> it's, it's, the ride is really, really bad. At least now. I mean, for children, maybe, I guess.
13: No, it's bad all around. Terrible experience.
11: Okay. Anyways. <laughs> The original iteration from the 1980s when Epcot first opened, I think the meaning of the song really exemplifies what the park stood for at the time and still stands for because they use this song now as the essentially storytelling aspect of Epcot Forever, the new nighttime show, the new temporary nighttime show, Epcot Forever temporarily, um, (laughs) essentially (laughs) is what it is. but yeah, they, uh, they're they using One Little Spark as the storytelling technique throughout this fireworks show that has replaced Illuminations. So just with that, it really does sum up what Epcot means. And I love the last lines of the song, where it just says, a dream can be a dream come true with just that spark in me and you. Come
2: on, everybody, let's go! We come. all have sparks,
5: imagination. that's how our minds... Create
12: (laughs) creations Right at the start Of everything that's new One little spark Lights up for you Oh boy! Imagination
5: Imagination A dream can be
12: A dream come true With just that spark In me and you So it really just
11: brings, you're looking at me like I'm crazy, but I'm not. It's it, it's just Disney. That's like classic Disney songwriting. You and know lyrics.
13: what else is classic Disney? What's that? Happily I mean, Ever After. <laughs> Happily Ever
11: After is classic Disney. It's better. <laughs> it, see, you've never seen Wishes, which was the fireworks show before Happily Ever After. Because we didn't start going to Disney World together until 2017. That was our first trip, and Happily Ever After had debuted. Actually, no, you did see Wishes. Not fully. Our first trip was Wishes. Oh,
13: we saw it from the back. From behind the castle, yeah. Yeah.
11: Which you probably wouldn't even recognize the music, just hearing it, so. No, I don't think so.
13: I don't recognize a lot of things.
11: <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. preface at the beginning of this. I know.
13: <laughs> I have an awful memory.
11: Glad we can joke <laughs> about it. I really thought that you were going to fight me more on One Little Spark. I,
13: I think... I just glazed over and I died a little as you were speaking. Okay. Yeah. So all the fight just, I just went limp for a minute. Good. That makes me
11: really happy.
13: I truly, truly value your opinion. However, that is a dumb choice. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I really like your reasoning behind it. You obviously did your research. I have a grudge against Figment, so I'm a little biased. Um, But that is in my experience, from what I've seen, what Epcot and Disney is all about. So
11: So, do you have any final thoughts?
13: Um, just, I'm just going to try to pay attention more. <laughs> Alright.
11: So thank you, Tony, Stitch, and Sparrow for doing another one of these fun episodes. It's always a blast to record these. Um, I think this is like the fourth or fifth time that I'm going to be on. Obviously, Tori, this is your first time.
13: It is. So. Thanks for having me. I'll <laughs> probably never be invited back.
11: <laughs> so it's always a blast to do this and help you guys out. If you want even more Disney content, you can follow us on Twitter at LOTMPodcast, Instagram at LOTMPodcast, and Facebook by searching Love of the Mouse Podcast. And you can also check out our website, lovethemousepodcast.com, for all of our previous episodes, blog posts, photography, And
0: learn a little bit more about who we are and why we love the mouse. Well, that was interesting. We went back to it. Okay.
2: We said that last time. We just, you said, we're going to go back to the original.
0: Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) thanks.
2: You just threw
0: paper. That's all right. It didn't hit anybody. So Matt from Love of the Mouse podcast actually designed our logo. We mention that every time he's on. Thank you, Matt, for doing that. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, so they mentioned One Little Spark, which is a great song. But Tori also mentioned Happily Ever After, which I think is the newest song on our list. This is sung by Jordan Fisher and Angie Kellhauer and was released in 2017 when they, they shut down Wishes and they did Happily Ever After. Yep. We won that poster online we've mentioned before, but that's that's a great, We're that's one of the things we're looking forward to yeah. seeing on our yeah. trip is Happily Ever After. We yeah. saw the online video, the live uh, stream that they did, but can't wait to see that in person. And I love the song, actually. It's in one of my, a uh, few of my playlists that I listen throughout the day. So
8: mm-hmm.
0: great pick. All right. Let's talk about Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me.
2: Yo-Ho, so, Yo-Ho. A pirates life for me. So I'm
0: surprised, even though Sparrow's name is Sparrow on the podcast, he loves Pirates of the Caribbean. You don't like the song? Mm-mm. No, why not? It's annoying. It's annoying. Like it's a small it's road because it just repeats over and over again. All right. Well, yeah, I like...
1: I just want to say one thing. Go for it. I wouldn't like the pirates ride so much if there wasn't Jack Sparrow in
0: it. Ah, uh, you know that that's a fairly recent addition. Too. I know. All right.
1: Because the movies are fairly recent.
0: Yes. So well, yeah, fairly. Fair They're older than them. you, but. The Most first, of them one. Are oh. first one is only a yep. year older than me. So, so Yoho, A Pirate's Life for me. I was surprised because I actually thought this was the song that existed before the ride, but it is written for the ride. The music was written by George Bruns and the lyrics by Xavier Extentio. <gasps> really? Yeah. No, the song okay, was sung man, at Robert. the beginning of the, uh, the first film by young Elizabeth Swan. Yes. And then later in the film, when Elizabeth and Jack were marooned on an island, they sang the song near a bonfire. Running around a fire. And then he remarked later um, that he would teach it to his crew and we, they would sing it all the time a all reference time. a reference to the never ending actions of the audio animatronics and the attraction and the final lines of the film Jack Sparrow hums a part of the song while taking the ship's wheel yes. so
14: they
1: <speaking in Spanish>
0: So I, I think this is a great song and, and belongs on the top of the list. You said yes, but it's, you don't, you don't know, Gary.
1: <laughs> Forget that. I didn't say it. It's off the record.
0: Parts of the Caribbean. Obviously one of the best dark rides is probably my number two after Splash Mountain. So I love that. Let's hear from Jared and Jamie from the capture the magic podcast on some of their favorite Disney attraction songs.
14: Hey there, this is Jared and Jamie from the Capture the Magic podcast. Uh yeah. Thank you to Tony and the boys for asking us to be part of this episode. It's always it's always a good time. So in terms of the best Disney World attraction music, what would you say is yours?
15: Well, at first I immediately think of parts of the Caribbean. Being like very iconic. I thought you were going to say small world and I was going to walk off. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but you know the Yoho, Yoho Pirates life for me. Like yeah. I think everybody knows that song. So I would say, I would say Pirates would be one of, one of the I was thinking. It's not my main one, but it's one of the ones I was thinking of.
14: Yeah. I feel like if I needed to get information from somebody, small world. <laughs> And I'd pass like the operator like a twenty. That's
15: not even as serious. And just be one. like,
14: just let it stall for fifteen minutes, and whatever information I needed, I would I would acquire in in, in no time. Uh, but in terms of ones I enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> I thought of pirates too. Um, but one that gets in my head, and I don't necessarily hate it, is Carousel Progress. Is,
15: yeah, that yeah, was gonna be. My number
14: one. My, I'm not gonna sing because I'm not a good singer like Jamie apparently, but um, I don't hate that one. But I probably like pirates a little bit more. It's a little bit more like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of yeah, pirates are fun and
15: yeah, Carousel Progress. Yeah, was yeah, that was my that was my number one. Um, I've loved that attraction since I was a kid, and and that 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 song is like buried deep in my brain that I'll never forget it, and it makes me think of like classic Disney, and makes me nostalgic. So, it is that it is, is, a, that is my yeah. that is my pick.
14: So, what what would be like your second or third one?
15: Second was pirates. Um, third would probably be, and don't don't kill me. Would be the the figment one. The um, oh no, the original.
14: Oh okay.
15: Um, even horizons is fine, but like it's just yeah, pirates and carousel progress were my two. Uh,
14: yeah, I, pirates and carousel for me. Uh, my third would probably Soren. Okay, I like Soren. Okay, kind of like, you got for one thing you got the music, then you got uh-huh. what's what's the guy's? I always forget his name. Patrick uh, something from, he was on Seinfeld with yes, the voice.
15: Yeah, I don't remember. It always
14: voice. makes me think of him and his voice is, I kind of wish I could get a recording of his voice to go to bed to. Be like, oh, okay. You know, like good night have a good night, whatever. With that music in the background, it'd be fantastic. Well, our top three in, in different order, I guess, would be Pirates of the Caribbean, Carousel Progress, and then you had what was your third I one? said
15: Journey, but Original Journey. Like original the Journey. Finder and all that.
14: Which nobody, where most people won't know. <laughs>
15: Most like younger people
14: don't. <laughs> mine would be soaring So, thank you, Tony and the boys, for having us be a part of the show, and uh, kick it back to you guys.
15: Thanks.
1: That I like was that. Inter-
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: Combining
2: ball.
14: There you go.
0: That'll. Work I like too.
2: that. I liked it a lot.
0: <laughs> all right. So another song. This is all instrumental that I really love, and I think you guys do too. Is the original soaring soundtrack yes. from Soaring Over California.
1: Yes. I like it. Yeah.
0: We actually, I used to play this when you guys were smaller to get you to go to sleep. You would listen to this song on repeat.
2: Smaller? Just say we were babies, okay? Yes.
0: Okay. When you were babies.
2: <laughs> you don't have to say smaller.
1: Because <laughs> when you say smaller, it could mean two weeks ago. So.
0: That's true. You are <laughs> growing at a rapid shoulder. rate. But yeah, this is a great song. It's instrumental, no words, but I just love the the music of this and the way it builds up. And uh, It's changed for the new Soarin', but I I like the original. So the original uh, Soarin' Over California ride film was at Disney California Adventure and Epcot, and they actually brought it back last year at California Adventure, and there's rumors they might do it again this year because it's such a huge hit. I hope
1: so. I hope so.
0: This ride used an original orchestral score by the composer Jerry Goldsmith, who's said to have come who has said to come down from his first ride in tears. He loved the ride so much. In addition to finding the ride visually beautiful and magical, he said that his father was a pilot who loved all things California. I'd do anything to be part of this project, Goldsmith said. I'd even score the film for free. But I'm sure he did not. (laughs) Yeah. So the soundtrack he wrote plays uh, throughout the entire attraction, starting with the crescendo and the low strings while the screen is still dark. And numerous variations of a serene theme for horn and strings could be heard, as well as several statements of the fanfare that accompany the film's grand vistas. This could still be heard playing in the Disneyland Resort and Disney World official albums and in the Epcot area music. So I love this. I love this. uh,
1: I do too. And I don't like intro music that much, so No. If it's not John
0: Williams, I don't really like it. Say really?
2: something if you like it. I mean it's Disney. How can you not like Disney? Apparently Sparrow doesn't like one.
0: Yes. And it's a small world. A lot of people don't like that. Alright, I want to talk about my favorite dark ride and some of the music. Go the ahead. music's not my favorite, but I like the music from Splash, Splash Mountain.
2: Zip Betty Doo
0: Dah. Zip Betty.
2: My oh my, what a wonderful day!
0: That was so good. We just Plenty gained new listeners.
2: Yes. Turned my way, zip dee doo dah, zip
0: Very nice. So Splash Mountain at Disneyland features music, the music in a jazzy big band meet orchestral style, fitting the attraction's proximity to New Orleans Square. So there's a couple different songs in there. There's How Do You Do, recorded specifically for the ride in 1988 by the Floozies, a 29-piece band the <laughs> from Floozies. Oregon. Uh, Everybody Has a Laughing Place and Burroughs Lament are two more songs. These songs are sung by Elsa, Georgia, and Castell Newton, three sisters from California who worked for the Walt Disney Company at the time of the ride's construction. And of course, Zippity-Doo-Dah, which had a choir consisting of over 75 cast members to record this last song on the ride, and it was recorded in the company's Burbank studios in 1997. Jess Harnell sings a solo as Brer Rabbit oh. as the logs uh, take their final turn back to the station. I met him. He met. Well, yeah, we mentioned Jess Harnell a few times. He's a he's one of the animaniacs. He's wacko, yes, wacko, wacko, and he also does a lot of cartoon voices. And we met him at Comic Con. In addition, several other songs from "Song of the South" are heard as instrumental tracks played on a loop near the attraction. In Magic Kingdom, the ride has the same songs but with variations on the main three and in a different order. Because of the ride's location in Frontierland, the soundtrack features more of a country feel with banjos and harmonicas as the primary in- instruments. And also because of Florida's close proximity to Georgia, where Song of the South was set. So that's pretty cool. The same songs, but they change them up differently for where the ride is. I think that's a cool thing. Yeah. Yes. Which I never knew that. Now I want to kind of... Well, I've always wanted to go to Disneyland in California. But yeah. I would like to go there and just hear the differences. What 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 are your thoughts? Do you guys like these songs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Good. Is it a good pick? Yeah. How'd I do? Good? All right. Yeah. All right. So let's hear from Christine and Rob from the TTA podcast about some of their favorite Disney attraction songs. Christine?
12: Yes. You know what's great? What? Music.
16: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
12: I, mean, I think but. I think this music thing is going to really catch on and people are going to be listening to it for a long, long time.
16: I don't know, man. Those silent films are doing pretty good.
12: Well, I think they're on their way out. <laughs> and I think part of the reason I think they're on their way out is because they're really good at Disney theme parks and they're really good on, you know, Disney rides. Yeah. So on the topic of Disney ride music, do you have a favorite song?
16: So I have multiple favorites, to be honest. It's really hard to pick one but i figured there's there's one that i really love that i think is not an obvious pick so i'm going to go with one of my favorites we'll put it that way and it is a bit of a wild card okay think epcot uh-huh think 80s
12: fun to be free nope um one kitchen cabaret veggie veggie N- fruit fruit
16: not even close we oh. we're talking about the michael jackson classic We are here to change the world from Captain EO.
5: Oh. Yeah.
16: Not one that many people think about because you're thinking like, you know, Grim Grin and Go, you know, certain songs that go with the ride, right? But that song was originally written for Captain EO. It wasn't like it came from another album. In fact, I was looking into this. They never publicly released it until 2004. So for a really long time, it was just a Captain EO song. He had two songs. Another one came out in the album, Bad, so we'll, we'll talk about that. We're we we here, we here, we here, we here to change the world is an amazing song because he literally saves an entire planet of goth-like Soldiers, and, and and I guess you could
12: say the galaxy, like the a little galaxy, bit, right? Because
16: he is here to change the world, right? Um, yeah. With with positivity and dance, you know, like what could be better than that, you know? Which is,
12: you know, what's interesting about that? There was also a show at Epcot called um, Splashtacular, which had a very mm-hmm. similar plot. And I and now, off the top of my head, I can't remember which came first, but it was a similar idea of there was like this really, really like just sort of angry, angsty, like gal- galactic empress. And uh, Mickey and, and his crew, with all the brightness of color, sort of changed the, the galaxy and saved it. So I th- it seems to be a running theme in Epcot. I think yeah. Disney knows something we don't about the future of the galaxy.
16: Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I don't know. For me, I, it, that was a, a attraction that I experienced as a very young kid and got to experience again when they brought it back. And that song is so upbeat. I mean, it was just classic quintessential 80s of Epcot. Not everyone loves Captain EO, but I do. And uh, yeah, that song is just why wa- I love to watch that little clip from that video. I think it's so great.
12: See, my choice is the opposite. Um, it the is, opposite of Michael Jackson?
16: Is, <laughs> what well, is that? No. <laughs>
12: It's kind of it's just like the opposite of sort of like this little deep cut that not a lot of people would guess. It Mm -hmm. is a great big beautiful tomorrow at Carousel of Progress (laughs) because, well, one, I really like the message of the song. Mm -hmm. I like the positivity of it. I like the inspiration, inspirational message. But really what I like is how and this is like a Sherman Brothers staple is how versatile it is, because in each scene it's a different style. And so Mm. you've got, you know, the old style, Mm -hmm. like the fifties is my favorite, Um, but I like that you can take this song and just apply it to a different decade and, you know, still have the same lyrics, the same tone and the message, but have it fit that, that era. And I would almost love, and we might've mentioned this on an episode of the TTA podcast that we do, but I feel like. Even if they don't update the scenes, I would love to see Disney put out an album where they do a version of Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow for every decade of the last century. Give us a fifties, a sixties, a seventies. Yeah. Give us an eighties synthy version. You know, like nineties boy band. Ver- like go to all those genres. I think that would be really fun. <laughs>
16: Can we get InSync to do the nineties boy band version of that? Because then
12: of on course Joey <laughs> Fatone's gonna be there uh, at the fun Winey to the beat i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna go pull him aside and be like hey i've got an idea you should bring (laughs) up to bobby Ige and pitch
16: nice i would also like to give a very quick honorary mention to how do you do from splash mountain because that song gets stuck in my head for days how do you do do do?
12: That's a good one. My honorary mention would be "Fun to Be Free." Similar idea; it it spans all these different. And if you've never, I mean, "World of Motion's an "Old Attraction," not a lot of people have written it at this point. But go check it out and listen to the different iterations mm-hmm. because it's the same idea, but over a much wider scope. There's like the the song. I, I think there's like an ancient Egypt version, and you know what? I, so it like yeah. it it jumps a much wider range than "Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow." But it's the same idea. It's just so. It's that Disney charm, you know?
2: the never
12: And that's why I think music is going to stick around for a while.
16: Hmm, all right. Put some money on it.
2: Well, that was interesting. I also liked it a lot. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That was interesting. They picked a couple different ones they didn't know. We are here to change the world and fun to be free. So those are interesting. I've never heard those, actually, except for online in the ride. All right. So some honorable mentions I I wanted to mention, but aren't necessarily my favorite, but are still good songs. We've got Golden Dream from the American Adventure, which we haven't done in Epcot, which I want to do again this ride. So that's uh, in the America Pavilion. Uh, it is used at Epcot's World Showcase and Disney's uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. The music was written by Robert Moline and the lyrics were written by show producer Randy Bright. Uh, some other honorable mentions: Under the Sea, and these next three are kind of like a uh, next no next two are kind of songs that were in the movie but are also in the ride and do
2: a- Under the answer. Sea. Yeah.
0: So, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, that's one of my favorite songs, has oh been God. since the movie came out. Oh we God. got Let It Go from Frozen. No, Let no, it okay. go. All right. no, 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 right. no.
1: Let It Go.
0: All right. In the Big Blue World from the Seas with Nemo and Friends, which I don't think is in the movie, but it's in the ride, right? That's yeah. a good song. I don't think
1: there's any songs in Nemo.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mickey's uh, Booty U Parade song. Booty U. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, the Three Caballeros, which, like is from, the yeah, which is from the movie, and they just used it in the ride the Grand Fiesta Tour, which we love. Uh, we there's also... You. Which is Sorry. one I'm going to go the on The tour year. is in the restaurant, right? Inside oh, yeah. yes. 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 the restaurant. Yeah, that's very cool. But I love that song. Honorable mention, I, I've don't. No... I've never experienced this one in person, but I've heard the music and it makes me laugh. Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit, what? which is an old Epcot song shown in Kitchen Cabaret in the Land Pavilion, kind of where Soarin' is now, and it closed in January 1994, and they actually used this in Epcot Forever. There's a little uh, one or two lines from the song in there, Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit. And then last but not least on my list and things I think we should mention is the Main Street Electrical Parade music, which is actually was not written... For the Main Street Electrical Parade. What? It's a song you can actually hear it in a few other places, but it was composed by uh, Jean Jacques Perrey, and I don't know if I said that right. And Pershawn Kingsley for their electronic synth prop album Kaleidoscope Vibration Spotlight on the Moog. It's called the actual song is called Baroque Ho Down. It was discovered by the Main Street Electrical Parade show creators an option for use in the parade. Huh. This piece was created through the use of a Moog synthesizer, which gave it the characteristic electronic harpsichord sound. In order to coincide with the parade's floats, Baroque Down was melded together with classic Disney songs such as When You Wish Upon a Star, So This Is Love, I've Got No Strings and several others to make it work. Hmm. But I, I love
2: String on me. Yeah. It's also that I want to say one fact about that song. It's sure. Pinocchio and Avengers Age of Ultron. That's yeah. true. Because Ultron sings it. Absolutely
0: it's more right.
1: creepy when Ultron sings yeah, it. Yes,
0: yeah, definitely is. With his face half melted. So we love the Main Street Electrical Parade. Yes. So I had to include this song. Uh, we uh, went on Twitter and we asked some of you guys what your favorite Disney attraction songs are. So... We'll read through some of those. So again, if you don't follow us online, we're on follow Twitter. You We're on Twitter, at Disney underscore discuss. We post questions all the time. You know When news articles come up, we post them. So be sure to follow us, and we want you to be part of the discussion. So it's cool that you guys are interacting with us. So Jocelyn said, happily ever after, which is a great, fantastic pick, I think. She says, it's literally my most favorite thing in the entire world, and you can count on me being... Uh, just like Janillo from the Dillo's Diz about wishes when it goes away. So Jocelyn does not want that song to ever go away. Hmm. Jeff Taylor at Disney Flyers says, soaring the original version. The new one is okay, but feels forced. I don't know feels forced, but I agree. The original version yeah. is definitely, definitely much better. Marshall MC at MC Marshall 43, one of our followers that has followed us the longest and always interacts with us says fantastic. Oh, I forgot Which is a great that. pick, and I honestly and forgot about it. I
2: forgot it. about it, and it's one of my favorites. It's yep. Actually, I don't know why I didn't think of it, but sometimes it just plays, in, like, I just hear it in my head 24-7. 24-7. It, yeah. it, it, it's great
0: music. I, they actually use it on the Disney Cruise. If you go to the animator's palette, Uh yeah, this should have been on my list. We I love this song.
2: I just hear it in my head. dun, 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 yep. dun, dun, dun Fantastic. Our no, at- Fantasmic
0: Aha, uh-huh. uh-huh. I see what you did there <laughs>
1: I see what you did there
0: Our friends at the Disney DNA podcast uh, Trent and Jenny said there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day
2: It's a
0: great but, big yes, beautiful tomorrow That is tomorrow. my absolute personal favorite yeah. I love that Rick Forbes at Magic in the Hill says Splash Mountain Melody Which I agree At Sabra22 says Happily Ever After Followed by The Lion King Show and Animal Kingdom That's another go one, The Lion King Show Yes. Like that, but definitely happy
1: around.
0: At Crazy Cat Nerd says Grim uh, Grinning Ghosts, which is definitely a classic. Yes. At Pink Monorail says Horizons music. <laughs> I'm not I've never been on Horizons. I hear people loved Horizons. Um, it's actually where Test Track is now. But uh I'll have to listen to that. And Can it see.
1: beat Test Track?
0: The ride itself? Yes. It what's in, It's a completely different ride. Maybe it wasn't Test Track. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. It's a different ride. It's kind of like Carousel of Progress, but like going into the future. Like what the future would be like. And you could actually choose. You had three different choices at the end if you wanted to go. And again, I've never been on it, so I may be remembering wrong. You could go to space. You could go under the sea or go in the city. And I'll take you to different parts of the ride, and whoever chose, like whoever got the most votes, you would go to that part of the ride. So you could actually have a different ride every time. Or, oh wow! Well, three wow. times anyway. Three times. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty cool. So I have to listen to that. At Gina four three three seven three seven seven eight hmm. says That's a lot of numbers. <laughs> says wishes, which was the show before happily ever after. Huh. Wishes. At George CTV says he grew up hearing Now is the Time at Walt Disney World Carousel of Progress. So it's special to me. Second choice, the background music at the Mad Tea Party, which is good. Specifically, he gives a timestamp, but he's got 30 seconds from minute 129 to minute 158 in the clip. I often find myself humming and whistling to it. So again, Now is the Time, the second song that they did for Carousel of Progress yep. is still a good song, but I think uh, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow now is even better. Time,
2: yeah. the best time of your life. I don't know the tune.
0: at All About That Mouse says, uh, he agrees with George and says, yes, as did I. My mom and I still sing it. Now is the time. Now is the best time. Now is the best time of our lives. All right. At Sela Debra says Main Street Electrical Parade. We agree. At Angela underscore Thompson says One Little Spark by Figment. At Mickey's Pun Wheel says Disneyland's. (laughs) That's funny. At Disneyland's. Space Mountain music and I forgot to mention Space Mountain that is great music so I don't know if there's a difference between Disneyland and Disney World I'll have to check that out Yeah, and all about that mouse again says oh there's a great big beautiful tomorrow at Aya Moon says Star Tours
2: <laughs> I am Moon No Aya
0: Moon but oh, yeah I guess I you really like that uh, Star Tours which is yes. great music but it's, again it's Star Wars music which is fantastic yeah. Parts of the Caribbean uh-uh, uh-uh. The, <laughs> the Electrical Light Parade She said, I used to love Space Mountain, but I can't handle any roller coasters anymore. So all great picks. So if you think we missed something, which I'm sure we did just by going through your Twitter answers, be sure to let us know on Twitter or comment. Uh, Go to our website, DisneyDiscussions.com and comment um, and let us know what we missed. All right, special thanks to our podcast friends that helped us out with this episode. Thanks to Tom and Michelle from the Hyperion Adventure Podcast, Rob from the Jedi Temple Archives Podcast, Kate and Patrick from the Earful Podcast, Mario from Station 71 Podcast, Keenan and Rachel from Part of Your World, Matt and Tori from the Love of the Mouse Podcast, Jared and Jamie from Capture the Magic, and Christina and Rob from the TTA Podcast. I'll have links to all these shows in the show notes. Be sure to check them out. We listen, to, well, I listen to all of these. Um, they're all great, great podcasts, so be sure to check them out. And of course, a special thank you to our episode sponsor, Character Signatures Autograph Books. Be sure to check out their website, charactersignatures.com. And of course, we'll have that contest. So if you follow us on Twitter, and then we'll put up a post asking for the bonus word. And if you reply with the bonus uh, code word, which is? Song. All right, song.
3: Song.
2: You say that a lot in the If you reply with so. that, you'll be entered
0: into the contest to win a free Disney autograph book. Uh, and then we'll get in touch. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at Disney underscore discuss Code word is song. All right. Well, thanks for listening again. We really appreciate it. Uh, The month of January was our biggest month yet. Wow. Um, We had the most amount of downloads. Each episode grew, so we really appreciate it. The best thing you could do for us is be sure to tell your friends and family who love Disney about our podcast. If you know anybody who's planning a trip, uh, now would be a good time because we're going to start going through some planning uh, tips and and tricks as we plan our trip. So I think that'd be good. And yeah, be sure to check out our website and follow us on all the social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those places. You can find our podcast anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the usual places. And Stitcher. Thanks for listening. See you real soon.
2: Aloha. Aloha.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Disney has now ended its normal operating day. We hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom, and that you'll be back with us again soon. Drive carefully on your way home. Good night. Yeah,
12: folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good night.
1: I'm Sparrow. I'm 12 years old. <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs>
0: wow. Right from the first second. Maybe I shouldn't make funny faces when I do that. Maybe that's the you problem. Should
1: go like this. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sparrow. I'm 12 years old and my favorite Disney dark attraction ride is a take a four.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's hear from Kat and Patrick from Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear from Kat (laughs) Sorry. All right, let's hear from Matt and Tori from the love of the mouth. Ooh, love of the mouth that is not the right one <laughs> I cannot talk today All right. I love the mouth <laughs>
2: that's the so funniest mess up yeah
0: and a score another last blooper please <laughs>